Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guide books. So I was at the dentist this past week. Oh, how drilling. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I couldn't resist. Yeah, look at you. I really like going to the dentist. I know some people don't like it. There's something about having something in your mouth and trying to talk at the same time that's really thrilling to me. Wow, fascinating. Fascinating. I just learned so much about right. you just now. I had a really great hygienist, and most of the time they're really great, but I really like when you like have this like connection and you feel like you're talking and you feel very like zoned into their personality. Mm-hmm. Things were good. She was asking me if I had any vacations coming up. And I mentioned that, you know, I have a friend and I that hike the national parks and we actually have a podcast. And I told her that it was called Gaze at the National Parks, G-A-Z-E. And she was like, oh, so you guys are stargazers, huh? And I was like, oh, "Oh, honey, no. Honey, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is something you can do. Oh, yeah, it is. That is something you can do, stargazing. Stargazing. We did not do that at Bryce Canyon. And it was like the darkest place in the The contiguous U.S. The contiguous U.S. Contiguous. There's a drag name in the word contiguous somewhere. And there's like some really stunning stargazing at Black Canyon at the Gunnison, which is in Colorado. Colorado. And some other great places. Maybe we'll get there at some point. Yeah. What are we doing on today's trail mix, Mike? We're taking a trip in the Wayback Machine. The Wayback Machine again. The Wayback Machine again. It's back. It's back, baby. Yeah, we're taking a trip back to talk about how we first actually sort of started I it it, it, it sort we of can started call traveling. it traveling yeah traveling we together. together we were traveling together through space and time we're going to talk about some epic walking today that we've done and that really started to form the very early parts of this traveling relationship that we have together <laughs> So not long after you and I met, you can hear that entire story on episode eight, Origin Story. Mm -hmm. I remember there was this day. It had been a very cold winter. It was 
six years ago, maybe, I don't know, five years. It, it might've been that first year uh, that may have been like post hurricane Sandy, I think it was like that 2013, year, 2013. Like, yeah. So we're looking at six years ago. I w- had been teaching a class on Saturday morning mm-hmm. and I was driving back home and it was gorgeous and it was beautiful. It was and like it an was April day. First warm spring day. Mm-hmm. Suddenly everybody's mood had changed. Yeah. I didn't have anything planned that day except to teach that class. Right. And I was on my way home and I called you on a whim and I was like, Hey, what are you doing today? And you were like, nothing. And I was like, do you want to just go to the city and walk around? I mean, it's gorgeous. Like, and you were like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So I drove up to you and we just like hopped in your car, jumped into the city. I just remember because I, I don't like to drive in the city and you were like, oh, whatever. I do this all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I'll drive in. We'll find a great park, and little parking you spot. also had never been to Central Park at that time. I had walked briefly into the park, but never like um, had taken a big stroll. Now we're park. defending ourselves. No, 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 no. I'm not defending myself. I'm just setting the record straight. I'm flip flopping as it were. So I had been onto the outer outskirts of the park, but never Which like you had never explored inside. I had never really explored. Inside and the I park. was like, that's blasphemy, unacceptable, unacceptable right. as the Northeastern person, right. you need to right. go to Central Park. Yeah. So uh, we parked in Hell's Kitchen and then we made our way up to Central Park mm-hmm. and it was like, like, we're just going to keep walking. I mean, it was like a glorious day. And we sat in the sheep's meadow for a little bit. We did. And like we, we people gawked. Oh yeah. There was a lot there of, there were a lot of shirtless dudes yeah. in sheep's meadow. That yeah, day. yeah. 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 There are, I mean, on any given warm day, there's always a shirtless dude running around. Sheep's right. meadow. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of Frisbee playing. Right, a lot exactly. of like, you know, maybe so some Quidditch if we're lucky. We were like, let's, you know, let's keep strolling. And yeah. so like, I wanted to go up, at least as far as the Delacorte Theater, which mm-hmm. is where they do Shakespeare in the park, mm-hmm. which, oh my God, did you hear what they're doing this year? No, what are they doing? Um, Hercules, oh. the Disney <gasps> musical. Put the Gladden Gladiator, Hercules, <laughs> whose daring deeds made great theater. So we walk all the way up to the Delacorte. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I want to go walk over on Riverside. Let's just like exit the park you know on the we, west side i think we walked around the reservoir for a little bit too yeah because yeah. that's up near there yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just exit the park around here we'll walk over to riverside yeah. which was around 79th street was mm-hmm. where we came out yeah and so we walked over to riverside drive and mm-hmm. we walked along riverside park and then we made it onto you know the boardwalk essentially that like runs literally along the side of the river yeah we started walking and i think the plan was too that like you had some friends that were in the city and we kind of plan to meet up with them later like this kind of all really was an organic situation totally organic we were going to meet them at south street seaport we're like great like we can you know know, feel it out maybe we'll we'll get on the subway maybe we'll get an uber or maybe we'll just keep walking it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the keep walking it idea, that seemed like ridiculous because right. we were like up near like 70th Street at that point right, in time. Right, right. And we were like, well, I mean, that would be like a long way. But we kept walking. And what I remember is like neither of us like were complaining about the long walk. No. Like we were both like still feeling good. Yeah. Everything was great. I remember we were over on Riverside. I was like, yeah, that's New Jersey over there. And you were like, that is not New Jersey. (laughs) And I was like, 
Yeah, girl. It's New Jersey. All right, I had my blonde moment. We let like, me have it. That's the Hudson River, right. and on the other side of it is New Jersey. Right. And you were like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure." You're like, "The sun sets in the west." I literally, I said, "Day is <laughs> dying Jersey in the west, in the west." But yeah, we just kind of like kept kept walking going and, and conversation was good i mean we kept talking the whole yeah, time yeah i mean again this is like probably the first year of our like friendship so yeah. we are talking about a lot of different things it was just very easy the time passed so quickly even though we walked for like i don't know how many hours we got into the city in like time. maybe one o'clock and we got down to south street seaport around like seven or so and that like was that. because as we were walking we were like wouldn't it be crazy if we walked all the way right. to south street seaport i mean that would just be crazy right and we were like yeah that would be crazy but we were still walking oh, yeah. and like by the time we got to about chelsea we were like well we We're might as too well just far. keep doing it. Let's yeah. just keep going. Yeah. So we kept going. We walked all the way to South Street Seaport. We mm-hmm. met up with um, friends. Friends. So we got some dinner and then we went to a few gay bars in the East Village, exactly. which was, was great. And it was such a lovely day. Everything we really just worked that out. Tired. No, it was like beautiful. I think we were just so jazzed about being compatriots that enjoyed walking. Absolutely. Like, and we're I like, like, oh, I wow. love long walks. Walking and you were and like, talking. yeah, I do too. Yeah, and it's yeah. good. And it so was real good. We were like, we should do this again. Yeah. And like on the next like warm day. But we'll kind of plan it out a little we'll bit We'll plan more. it out a little bit. Yeah. So we were like, let's walk all the way from the Cloisters. Right. All the way to Battery Park. The Cloisters are located literally at the north tip of Manhattan. Manhattan right near and the then GW. Battery Park is right at the literally the southern tip of Manhattan. Right, right, right. So we were going to walk from the top to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Google Maps says is about 13 miles would take about four hours to walk really was it only four hours it only says four hours it only says four hours okay i just feel like that trip seemed longer than that but four hours is still a healthy amount of time so basically a year later this time we're gonna walk all the way from the cloisters down to battery park right i feel like i had been to the cloisters before had you been at that point i Uh, had been one other time so we'd both been but we were like it would be a great place to start it's beautiful there and it'll be a lovely place to like inspire us for this walk yeah. We pulled into and parked around Hell's Kitchen. Right. And then um, we, we the get in the up. subway and we yeah. went up to the Cloisters. And um, the Cloisters is just beautiful, magnificent. The Cloisters is managed by the Metropolitan Museum of Art. It's a monastery that was it's a former monastery it's actually a former like collection of monasteries okay so literally they took all these monasteries from europe literally put them on a boat brought them over and reconstructed them as Mm -hmm. one building right and that gives us the cloister and it houses a lot of their more religious art and artifacts there is a lot of tapestry art Mm -hmm. that you can see at the cloisters Mm -hmm. it was a little chillier this day and a little rainier but we were like we're gonna do it anyway like this is the only day we We scheduled it we scheduled it yeah we we penciled it we can't we're busy gals on the town so (laughs) exactly so we got to friendship and having it all and maybe a great pair of shoes (laughs) (laughs) God, that you get gayer every day. Mm-hmm. It's a reference to 30 Rock and Kimmy Schmidt. And Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. So we leave the Cloisters and we set off down the West Side Highway, basically. Yeah. And it was essentially the West Side Highway. Yeah. I mean, we had to like go through a little bit of 
Washington Heights. Really, it's 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 very interesting how the West Side Highway and like the park, I guess Riverside Park, right, is on that side. Yeah, kind of like evolve and and become one another, and how yeah. we had to kind of navigate that. I have never felt like. At, at any moment in time when I'm in New York, no matter like where I am, I've always, it always feels like New York City to me. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever felt like I am completely not in New York City is when I'm, I'm on this side of the city, like yeah. in the park, in Riverside Park. It was weird, like weird layout up there that it didn't feel like the city at all. We essentially kind of walked a very similar route because we, we did we and got, it was one yeah. straight shot it was just a straight shot and kind of got down to battery park in probably about like maybe like five or six hours because we we stopped here and there we definitely jumped off and like we had prepared we'd brought some snacks in a backpack but i think we yeah i think some of us needed and, a diet coke uh, yeah so. we did we jumped <laughs> off we jumped back on i remember getting down to battery park and by the time we were there our legs were wanting to fall off. Yeah. And we were like, let's find a restaurant. So we found this cute little like American history themed restaurant right downtown. So when we were sitting in this restaurant eating after being exhausted, we checked our mileage after having walked around the cloisters and having also like did some little jut offs on the thing. We were at about 16 miles. Right. And we were like, Wow. Well, that wasn't too, like, it's like 10 miles shy of a full marathon. Yeah. Let's, like, push ourselves next time. Right. And let's do a full marathon. Right. Which is a lot of walking. That's 26.2 miles. Yeah. Michael, tell us where we get 26.2 miles and the word marathon from. There is a Greek story um, about a runner that ran from the city of Marathon to Athens to warn them of attack. Correct. I it was, no, I thought it was to announce that the Trojan War was over. Oh, okay. Something like that. Something like that. But it that. was a 26.2 mile run. Right. He got there. And he died. And he, but he had made his announcement and then he died. Yeah. And so that is where we get that distance from. Right. So yeah, like the first person to ever run a marathon did drop dead. Yeah. <laughs> As a former marathon runner, I have run one. I signed up for a second one and I ran a half marathon and I finished with the half marathon. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I've run many, like I've run like five half marathons. Yeah. Half marathon, which is a 13.1 mile journey, feels beautiful and healthy and like that feels like an an achievement. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of a full marathon, I just wanted to die right and never move again right so i won't be doing any more of those anytime soon so we wanted to do yeah full marathon a full a full walking marathon walking marathon right because Because we were crazy people what a great way to see parts of the city we've never seen yeah cut to another year year later we scheduled it Mm -hmm. and we were like okay this time we're gonna like we're gonna walk 26.2 miles now, at this point, have we started to overlap into actual, like, physical travel with one another, like, like um, outside of the state? I think probably yes. I think maybe yeah. our trip to Florida, which yeah. people can hear about yeah. on another trail mix, yeah. but not into national parks. Not into national parks. So I was the one who put the itinerary oh, together yeah. you for mapped it real this good too. New York trip, which involved, like, parking in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah 
walking up into Central Park, walking, walking all hall. around the reservoir a couple twice, of times. I think. I think we had to make the reservoir twice. And then we got to like the northeast corner of the mm-hmm. park and then we went all the way over to the east side. Mm-hmm. And then we went up a whole bunch of blocks and then we cut back over and walked all the way up to the cloisters. Right. Then that was 13.1 miles. That was essentially yeah. 13.1 miles. Yeah. Did the cloisters again and then we walked the same path all the way back. But we went right to the tip of Manhattan this time because you and I finished... By looking at Lady Liberty. We did. Yeah. We did. And we... And saddle from, sore. It's totally saddle sore. Yeah. <laughs> when I say my... I actually had already run the marathon by the time we had walked that marathon. Mm-hmm. And my body felt exactly the same way right. at the end of walking that marathon. I think that's where you introduced me in, to um, Body Glide. Oh, yeah. And the beauty oh my that God. is Body Glide. Body Glide. Body Not glide. an official sponsor, but <laughs> hey, Body Glide, if you want to get in on this, come on, because yeah. <laughs> we use you all the time. Yeah. Body Glide is this, like, it's sort of like a deodorant stick, but you can put it on all of the parts of your body that rub against other skin or rub against fabric, like when you move, so that you don't chafe and that you don't get blisters. Right. And let me tell you, that is... It's a miracle product. Oh, that is the most miraculous of products. And we covered ourselves in Body Glide that yeah. day, mm-hmm. thankfully. Glistening. And then from there, we went and ate we at went, that exact yeah. same restaurant. And you were like... I'm going to tell the waitress that we just walked a marathon. I you did. were very proud. And I, I was, was like, I was like the like embarrassed teenager. And it's and like, she, dad, why'd you have to tell the waitress I that? Know. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, okay. She's like, wow, Moving you guys on. really deserve this beer then. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. We did have beer. I mean, I was, we were in, that's when I we was were first introduced to Miss Calorie Deficit. Miss Calorie Deficit introduced herself to mm-hmm. us that day. She was she like, did. Hey girl. Hey, girl, you know who I am? I'm Miss Calorie Deficit. <laughs> and I'm here to stay. <laughs> We're here to sweat away the pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what I'm feeling? What? The weight loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Girl. Oh, I yeah. felt the weight loss that day. <laughs> so that was like, oh, let's make this a tradition. Yeah. Let's make this a tradition of walking a marathon somewhere. And oh, yeah. And we were like, there are so many places where we could walk a marathon. Yeah. Right? And it would be a great place to see new cities see new cities or explore parts of cities maybe some of us hadn't seen, seen or so we did another one we did and another this one. was your this was my home court this was philadelphia since philadelphia was my home court i was like all right i'll do all the mappings for this and we'll figure this out so we drove in and we stayed with friends up in maniunk they were going to a wedding the next day and we're like okay great well we'll maybe we'll be done by the time you're leaving for this wedding but if not we'll see you later. We had like a way to get back, you know, and stay with them that night. But we woke up at like five in the morning and we like set shocking. off. Yeah. Shocking. We set off from Maniunk and we walked from Maniunk down Kelly drive, which is right along the Schuylkill river that takes you basically to the art museum from the art museum. I think I took us down to Logan Square, which is where the Swan Fountain is. And we turned to go south and then went across the river into UPenn and Drexel area. And that was so lovely to see. And it was. I it had was. never seen that area. University City before. is its own little weird city within a city. Mm-hmm. So we walked through there and like through UPenn and then crossed the river again 
and we had lunch and that and was that about was halfway this that was tiny little place ants pants is that what so it was great. called? Yeah. Ants pants. Yeah. I real, real loved good. it. I got some sort of egg something. Well, it's like, I think the owners are Australian or it's like the food itself is inspired by like an Australian like breakfast oh, diner spot. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. It was um, lovely and simple good. and exactly what mm-hmm. we needed. Um, right across from Rim's Dry Cleaning, which is like the best sort of dry cleaning name ever. Yeah. Yeah. Get your Get, get your it, rim cleaned. Get your clothes cleaned at, at Rams. <laughs> I don't know why a rim strike cleaning in right. Philadelphia would be Southern, but whatever. Who knows? So then we just kind of continued to meander down through the city, walked down South Street, walked across to Washington Square, walked to like... And now I am living my full fantasy when we're doing all of this. Right. Because I have such a love for American history. Mm-hmm. Like I am I'm just sitting here in a very zen like pose right now, saying this out loud because of how much He's I love it. It's actually levitating above the floor. It's amazing. Literally <laughs> levitating because of American because history. Because of George Washington. Including all of its flaws. Yeah. And I really do love it mm-hmm. because I truly feel like we can absolutely learn from our mistakes here. But Philadelphia has the most interesting, fascinating, beautifully curated historical museums. Yeah. And so we didn't go into any museums or we did. We did. Yes, we, we went did. to the Ben Franklin Museum. And let me tell you. And you were like a, a kid on Christmas. I am like a kid on Christmas right now talking about this because first of all, Benjamin Franklin and I share a birthday. Mm-hmm. So I feel a kindred connection to him. Justice is reincarnated for him. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> right. right. He has a fascinating story with how he actually got to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and that it just like fascinates me about like a being on a boat that was in the middle of a storm and like he had to get to a river in New Jersey and like then he had to get on another boat and like I mean it's crazy how he ended up getting to Philadelphia Mm -hmm. in the first place. This museum was just so well done. You could follow all of the various sort of like they broke it down into like his family life and his inventions and his contributions to government and like you could follow things via symbols yeah like throughout the whole thing and i'd never seen something curated like this and i was obsessed it was really really cool with it yeah. you're like i'm and reading everything and i don't care what you say literally <laughs> i was like i'm reading everything right. on this wall yeah and luckily to see here's the thing because i appreciate museum curation so much i am very Uh, critical when it comes to it. Mm -hmm. This is one of the best curation jobs I've ever seen Mm -hmm. because one, there's not too much text on the wall. Yeah. And the text that is there is the necessary text and it like allows you to keep moving because like museums should keep traffic flowing and your body should be able to take you into the next part of the exhibition to literally explore the story. Right. So the words on the wall are in service of doing that. And I felt like that was so true of this museum. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only like, you know, one floor. Yeah. And it's it's subterranean too. it's, It's underground and it's like one open area with different sort of spots for different parts of his life, but everything's interactive. And also managed by the national park system. Oh, is it? There was a national park ranger at that desk. <gasps> oh, last year. look forget. at that. I forgot mm-hmm. that. 
I did go in and like buy some sort of t-shirt. You did. I did. Course. I bought a join or die t-shirt mm-hmm. and I do have that flag too. You do. I, I don't wear that t-shirt in airports because I feel like it looks aggressive. Yeah. But, Flags you. But I do like that shirt and I do like that flag because that's a flag of the American Revolution. Yeah. We continued on our walking after a nice little respite in the museum. Also, it was it was like a summer day. It was like one of the hottest days Super of the summer. Hot. Yeah. And everyone that we knew that like was a Philadelphia resident that was like, wait a minute, you're walking tomorrow. It's going to be a billion degrees. So like being in the air conditioning was great, but like we basically continued walking up to Franklin square. So we hit my plan for the trip too, was to hit all of the the squares in the city, like the four original parks that were supposed to be in the city. Actually there were five, but city hall took that fifth square. It was the middle square. And if you haven't picked up on this already, walking around Philadelphia with Michael Bryan is like walking around Philadelphia with like, a Philadelphian tour guide <laughs> because he knows all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I am such a geek for all of these mm-hmm. things. So I was just like, just what's this and how did it mm-hmm. get here? And you, I was like, it's a tree. It. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just from living in the city, picking all this stuff up. We walked to Franklin square and then we loop back past independence hall um, and the Liberty Bell and we come up Market Street and we walk basically up Market to City Hall and walk through it and back up up to the Art Museum from the Ben Franklin Parkway and we kind of hit our end I believe we were pretty close to the museum by the time we hit our end of that trek we went into the Art Museum and there was it was literally like 15 minutes before it closed yeah and they were like well you have 15 minutes so like we just walked around like a couple of rooms and then like right there near the entryway. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, well let's go somewhere and eat. And it wasn't like the closest place. Like there wasn't like something, a stone's throw away yeah. from this, from the museum. Yeah, it's, there's not. And you were like, okay, we're going to go to this pub that museum workers went to. Oh my God. And yeah. so we went, Bishop's collar. we went to there. All of my Philadelphia. All of right, exactly. So right. we went to this the collar lovely place, and, and we, we ate there. Down everything. Oh, we wolfed down everything. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was like regular bar food. But yeah, it was like calorie the deficit most delicious bar food again. ever. How how long did it take us ultimately to do that walk? We started I, around I five like, a.m. Yeah, I feel like it took us like almost twelve hours. I feel like because it was hot, because we stopped like. For lunch, it was we stopped like, for yeah, four. Yeah, we were finishing yeah. up, so yeah. maybe like eleven ish, ten, ten to eleven ish hours. And then I think we finished off that day like we had gone back to our their friends, yeah, our, their friends' place, Manion. and then we were like, "Oh, we're going to this these other friends' place." Yeah, and then we went there, and then did we stay the night? We did. We stayed the night. We got some grub with these friends, and then, and then like, we left the next headed morning. Out the next morning, yeah, fully fully dead and um, (laughs) risen from the grave. We have not done a marathon walk since then because of all of our national park hiking. Because like a lot of the times with a national park trip, we'll be like, Oh, we were away for a week. How many marathons did we walk in that week? Oh, the time we went to like Zion and Bryce and Canyonlands and arches and painted desert and and grand Canyon. Three and a half marathons. We did three and a half marathons. Three and a half marathons in that week. (laughs) So we no longer plan. I mean, we we no longer actively plan these marathon walks, though. 
I mean, never say never. Who knows when we might do another one. But now we use that sort of energy to gaze at national parks. We would also like to take a moment to give a huge shout out to Matt Kirouac over at, um, on the KOA.com blog, who um, listed us at the top of a list of the 16 best podcasts to listen to on a road trip. So we just want to shout him out. Thank you so much for including us on that list of other incredible podcasts, which included things like Presidential, Criminal, Dirty John, Dr. Death, and My Favorite Murder. So we thank you so much. Yeah. And um, we appreciate you listening. All right, Mike, let's end this trail mix with the game. That sounds great. What game are we playing today? We're going to play If I Could Walk 500 Miles. I feel like it's an appropriate game considering our episode's title, Walkabout. So if I could walk 500 miles. So I did a little digging Mm -hmm. and um, I found this radius tool on Google Maps and I found out some cities that would be about 500 miles away. So it's almost like a would you rather or like a one has to go. Um, But as far as walking goes, if you were to take a long walkabout. Okay. All right. So our cities that you could walk to that are about 500 miles away Mm -hmm. are Charlotte, North Carolina, Toledo, Ohio, or Quebec City, Quebec. Oh, I think I would choose Quebec City. So you would walk to Quebec City. I would walk to Quebec City. Quebec City is actually about um, it's a little shy of 500 miles. I think it's like 479, but that's oh, close enough. Nice. Like Charlotte and um, Toledo are like right there. Like Perfect. Yeah, so I thought that was like a fun little way to end our game. I love that. And yeah. what would you or choose? end our show. Um, I think I would probably choose Quebec City too, right? Yeah. We could just walk mm-hmm. together. And we could, perfect. I know, perfect. Um, um, because, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte... I have been to, and I know the route to right. Charlotte to... I've never been to Ohio, but But maybe maybe we we will will be. But I feel like that's a lot of driving through Pennsylvania, which I have done. It's just flat. I mean, I think it would just be a flat track. Quebec City feels like a, um, that feels like a magical, magical. Do you know that it's the oldest walled city in North America? Oh, really? I think it might be the only walled city left too. Maybe so. So there's that. Great. This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. You can also email us at Gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. The theme song and original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman with Mariella Klinger. All original artwork featured on Instagram is by Michael Ryan. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. We always appreciate it. You were looking at your phone. So, oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let he, let she that does not look at her phone <laughs> cast, cast the, first, the first piece of glitter yeah. in my eye. <laughs>